Hello and welcome to this podcast from the Grace Baptist Mission radio team. You're about to hear the Serving Today programme, which is for pastors and church leaders. This episode was recorded with the late Phil Crowter back in the early 2000s, before he went to glory. Welcome to Serving Today, the programme for pastors and church leaders. I'm Derek French and it's good to be with you. Preaching from Mark 14, we look at verses 27 to 42 with Phil Crowther. Well, Phil, what title are you giving today's passage? The Big Test. Well, introduce it to us. The time has now come for Jesus to die. Jesus has been preparing his disciples, but are they ready? In this section, Mark shows us the difference between the disciples and Jesus. So in verses 27 to 31, the disciples say that they're ready for anything, even death. Let's read that. You will all fall away, Jesus told them, for it is written, I will strike the shepherd and the sheep will be scattered. But after I have risen, I will go ahead of you into Galilee. Peter declared, even if all fall away, I will not. I tell you the truth, Jesus answered, today, yes, tonight, before the cock crows twice, you yourself will disown me three times. But Peter insisted emphatically, even if I have to die with you, I will never disown you. And all the others said the same. So the disciples say they're ready, but Jesus prays so that he is ready for the cross. Verses 32 to 42. They went to a place called Gethsemane. And Jesus said to his disciples, sit here while I pray. He took Peter, James and John along with him, and he began to be deeply distressed and troubled. My soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death, he said to them. Stay here and keep watch. Going a little farther, he fell to the ground and prayed that if possible, the hour might pass from him. Abba, Father, he said, everything is possible for you. Take this cup from me, yet not what I will, but what you will. Then he returned to his disciples and found them sleeping. Simon, he said to Peter, are you asleep? Could you not keep watch for one hour? Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the body is weak. Once more he went away and prayed the same thing. When he came back, he again found them sleeping, because their eyes were heavy. They did not know what to say to him. Returning the third time, he said to them, Are you still sleeping and resting? Enough. The hour has come. Look, the Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us go. Here comes my betrayer. Now this talk will be on verses 32 to 42. We'll come back to 27 to 31 later on when we see what happens to Peter. You can look ahead if you like in verses 66 to 72. A few things to notice then from these verses. In verses 35 and 36, Mark has shown us how ready Jesus is to die Many, many times Jesus has said that he has come to die. And so when you read Jesus praying, take this cup from me, we mustn't misunderstand this. Jesus has not changed his mind here. It's important we don't misunderstand what he's saying. But you see, it's so painful. So he cries out for some other way. However, most of all, Jesus wants to do his father's will. And so he cries out, nevertheless, not what I will, but what you will. Quite remarkable words, aren't they? They're hard to understand fully, aren't they? Because mm. they're 
they're so beyond our experience. Yes, the weight of, of the awful suffering ahead of him must have almost crushed him. Mm. And then in verse 36, it talks about the cup or cup of suffering. I think it would be useful if we could read Psalm 75, verse 8, to understand this a little more. And the psalmist tells us, In the hand of the Lord is a cup full of foaming wine mixed with spices. He pours it out, and all the wicked of the earth drink it down to its very dregs. So you see there's a cup here of God's anger, a cup which the wicked deserve to drink. Well, we all do, don't we? We're all sinful. And we deserve to drink this cup of God's anger. Now, Jesus must drink this cup of God's anger against our sin. For Jesus, the most painful thing about the cross is his Father's anger. And so this wonderful picture of a cup is used here. And then verse 38, what does Jesus mean by the spirit is willing, but the body is weak? The spirit is willing that the disciples want to keep with Jesus. We've seen that in verse 31. But the body or flesh, that the human nature is weak. And therefore they need to pray because they need God's help. Jesus is encouraging them to pray. By the time we get to verse 42, we see that the time has come and the disciples are not ready. They haven't prayed. Coming then to our sermon now, Phil, what's the main point we need to be making here? We see this awesome choice of Jesus here, don't we? Jesus chooses his Father's will and takes up his cross. What will we choose? And I think there are these two sides to it. The section is clearly about Jesus, and we want to praise and love Jesus for what he's done, how he was willing to take all that pain for his people. But you can see how Mark also wants to show us the disciples. It's very interesting as you read through the whole story of Jesus going to the cross that Mark keeps on going back to what the disciples were doing. And that makes us ask if if we are ready for pain. There's always pain when we follow Jesus. We saw that in Mark 8, 34 to 35. Jesus talks about being willing to deny ourselves, to take up the cross and to follow him. Every day we make choices. Every day we choose whether we're going to take the hard way, like Jesus, or sleep, like the disciples. And here you can think of examples for your people about the everyday choices they make, whether they are like Jesus or like the disciples. Well, how are you going to put this into the the sermon? What are your headings? One about Jesus and one about the disciples. First, Jesus says yes to the cross. Two things to say about that. The first is that Jesus feels the pain, verses 33 to 36. Could you read those, please? Jesus took Peter, James and John along with him, and he began to be deeply distressed and troubled. My soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death, he said to them. Stay here and keep watch. Going a little farther, he fell to the ground and prayed that if possible, the hour might pass from him. Abba, Father, he said, Everything is possible for you. Take this cup from me, yet not what I will, but what you will. An illustration might help just a little bit here. This is far more than we can imagine, but imagine this to help to begin with. Imagine having to drink 
strong, bitter poison. It tastes really bad and it's as hot as fire and you have to drink it all, a great big cup of it. Well, Jesus has to drink something so much worse than that. He is going to the cross. For Jesus, the cross is like a a cup full of God's burning anger, a cup full of God's curse, a cup full of the punishment of hell. This is because Jesus will take on our sins. He'll take the punishment that we deserve. As 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 24 says, We read, He himself bore our sins in his body on the tree, so that we might die to sins and live to righteousness. By his wounds you have been healed. It's a wonderful verse. Hmm. So as you talk about these verses, think a little about how Jesus says he feels. You can see the different descriptions that are used in these verses. He is deeply distressed and troubled. He says, my soul is overwhelmed. It's like he's drowning in sorrow. Hmm. Jesus feels pain just as we feel pain. And so he tells his father how he feels. He cries out in his pain and fear that the cross is so terrible that Jesus longs for some other way. And we mustn't forget this side of it. Jesus feels the pain. Jesus is is fully human in the way that he feels pain. So he feels the pain. And then secondly, Jesus says yes to that pain. He says yes to the cross. In verse 36, remarkable words, Abba, which means Father, he said, everything is possible for you. Take this cup from me, yet not what I will, but what you will. Do you sometimes say yes because you didn't really think about it and afterwards you just wish you'd said no? Well, Jesus saw how bad the cross would be. He knew everything that he would suffer. And he still said yes. Jesus really wanted not to have the pain, but he wanted even more to please his father. Jesus must finish the plan to save us. And so he says yes, seeing everything that was involved. And so here we can thank Jesus. Really, that's our application, to thank him, that he was willing to face so much pain, how we should love him and praise him. You can talk more about this and encourage and help the people to understand just how much he's done for us. And you could have some time to sing or pray in response to this. Yes, it struck me as well, Phil, as you were talking there, just how serious sin really is, isn't it? If it took this, such suffering to atone for it. It's awesome how Jesus tastes, suffers hell, Mm. the eternal hell, the torment of hell. For us, his Mm. people. His love is, well, it is immense, isn't it? Mm. Well, you said there were two points, one about Jesus, Jesus says yes to the cross, and the other was about the disciples. The disciples sleep. Could you read verses 37 to 42, please? Then he returned to his disciples and found them sleeping. Simon, he said to Peter, are you asleep? Could you not keep watch for one hour? Watch and praise that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the body is weak. Once more he went away and prayed the same thing. When he came back, he again found them sleeping, because their eyes were heavy. They did not know what to say to him. Returning the third time, he said to them, Are you still sleeping and resting? Enough. The hour has come. 
Look, the Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us go. Here comes my betrayer. You know, the disciples don't want to fail, do they? Like Jesus, they also want to do God's will. But they are very weak. How does Mark show us how weak the disciples are? Look through the verses and explain to your people how he shows us their weakness. And then we need to apply that to ourselves. Do you want to follow Jesus? Do you want to do God's will? You know, that's not enough because we are weak. Talk about when you find it hard to do what Jesus wants. And then when the tests come, we we need to be ready, don't we? Here's a couple of suggestions of how we can be. What didn't the disciples do? They didn't pray. We need to pray. Every morning we need to pray. Before you go into the world, pray that you'll be ready to do hard things for Jesus. And we need to put our faith in Jesus who said yes to the hardest thing ever. It helps us, doesn't it, as we think about Jesus facing the cross. It helps us to face the cross that Jesus tells us to pick up. And with that, we bring this edition of Serving Today to a close. So until next time, this is Derek French saying goodbye and may God bless you. Well, thanks for listening to Serving Today, a podcast from the Grace Baptist Mission radio team. To get in touch with us, you can send us a message via WhatsApp. The number is plus four four seven five zero eight nine three two five three four. That's plus four four seven five zero eight nine three two five three four. Or email us. The address is serving today at gbm.org.uk until next time goodbye